0: Do you remember why I opened Bard? Because <laughs> it's. I what know. I don't know. Bard is open on this laptop. Not from this. Of course it is. I can't remember I'm why. I just
1: thought someone's using
0: it, you know? Mm-hmm. I should. You know what I should do? So, <clears throat> you know how you're not supposed to download things on the internet without, like, I don't know, sure. cursory glances at them? Mm-hmm. I've been downloading Python packages, like, with no regard, just pip and then whatever, just going nuts with it. I'm sure my computer is probably infected with malware or something. Yeah. Because here's what I'm doing. Like, I'll go into chat GPT or whatever. Like, I need a Python script that does this. I'm just playing around or whatever. And it's like, you <laughs> right, need to right. download this package. I'm like, all righty.
1: <laughs> I need a Python script that will take my computer over remotely. Yeah.
0: Like, I'm just having fun. Like, for, okay. Somebody's going to be like, Brad, give me an example that's realistic to everybody who's listening to this. Okay. Go into chat GPT. Say, write a Python script that will download a YouTube video. It will do it and it tells you to download some package or library and mm-hmm. you just install it and like i have no idea what i'm installing i'm just <laughs> i am my own worst enemy uh, usual.
1: well i will say uh, a python script that does what you just described is probably no more or less dangerous than
0: a download that will do the same thing like a yeah that is true. <laughs> yeah you would, know? instead of sketchy website that where you drop the link in and then it gives you yeah, an mp4 exactly. that's Yeah. Also, there was a good speaking of this. Maybe this is why it's open because it knew I was coming to say this. There was a Google memo that leaked. Uh, I can't remember who got it, which source. But basically, Google came out and said, look, we have no moat and moat being how hard it is to copy what we do around AI and nor does open AI. Actually, the Mm moats are these language models that are being open sourced. And so it's just a race. And like it's a it's a really big threat to Google is the TLDR.
1: Yeah, I think uh, part of that memo said something to the tune of we basically don't have anything to differentiate what we're doing from mm-hmm. anyone else. I mean, except for one thing they have Google search, right? Right. Which um, is a solid backbone on which to kind of build this type of thing. But yeah, I mean, this is the argument I've made about Microsoft. You know, they got out early, they got the marketing win right at the beginning, a little controversy mm-hmm. there, but whatever. <clears throat> and, um, but they don't have exclusive access to anything that's important. I mean, um, so yeah, I will see. I I, I don't know, I, I guess you could draw a parallel here to um, just general software platforms like uh, operating systems and so forth. did did open source win the world? You know, some people would argue, yeah, I mean, because of Android is sort of Linux and sort of open and and I would argue no, not really, yeah. but there there I think to me, the reality is that it's a mix that the world is heterogeneous. Mm -hmm. genius whatever the word is and um i think this will be too i think there's gonna be a mix of things and you can you know people can choose based on their needs and wants and whatever
0: yeah the interesting thing is like that example i just cited mm -hmm. uh saved me probably like four or five searches because first thing you'd have to do is like what python package can i use to download a video and then you would go, you would search it in Google and give you I like mean, the I'm, I'm, results. I'm
1: fascinated that you've gone in a Python direction, but yeah. I, <laughs> well, I
0: think there, there's, there's logic to that. The logic mm-hmm. is, is that Python is what I'm most familiar with. Like I used to use it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I used yep. it in graduate okay. school for yep. um, like math and um, data Well, analytics. I mean, as
1: opposed to, oh, in other words, the idea is that these things are really good at creating software code. So you go to a software code solution or whatever. Yeah. And you happen to know Python. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: That's fine. And it's more just trying to self-educate, if you will, like what's, how can you use these tools? How can you effectively manage them sort of thing? Sure.
1: I mean, with the understanding that software development as a hobby slash career is probably going away in about three months. Um, <laughs> I've spent a lot of the past, you know, many years trying to learn programming and different languages and frameworks and blah, 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 whatever, and have spent a lot of time researching topics on on the web and you end up at uh, places like Stack Overflow and whatever, And uh, I I wouldn't say that was time wasted or whatever, but I I do like the idea of being able to ask a question and get an answer. Mm -hmm. You know, I know that's uh, it sounds uh, so obvious and stupid to even say it loud, but um, a lot of Google searching or just searching is a follow the breadcrumbs kind of a thing where you have to, as a person, evaluate the quality Mm -hmm. of things and go in and out because you have a very specific need that isn't answered by that question. Mm -hmm. I think we run into this every single day. I just did a... I'm evaluating this Pixel Watch thing, Mm -hmm. which doesn't fit my freaking huge wrist, and I somehow entered the pin wrong twice when I set it up. So I went to enter the pin, and it was error, 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 and then it made me wait 28 seconds, and I was like, oh, God. So first I had to figure out – well, first I searched, like, how how do I change that, Right. You have to be able to get into it to change it. <laughs> like, okay. So then I'm like, well, my big gorilla fingers. So what might I have tapped around the pin that I normally mm-hmm. use? And I finally figured it out. I figured out the wrong pin, but you know, what I just described is it's look, it's not, it's not like I spent days on it, but I mean, I just want the answer and I want to move on. I want to get moving here, you know? So, I mean, maybe this is that alone. I is a step, you know, it's a good, it's a good way forward. If it, right I right yeah right i think we all i don't think anyone questions things we do these things and we're like you know it's look if you're going to spend three weeks in europe you, you should maybe buy some books and watch some videos and read yeah. some websites and do some research absolutely but if you're just trying to get on to the next thing
0: don't you just want the answer yeah, so one of the interesting, well there's a lot of interesting things. There's I'm not familiar with this company, but apparently it's big. It's called I think Chegg, like C H E G G, and it's a yeah. uh, I think it's like a student like study portal, like homework assignment thing, and they're like student teacher or I don't know whatever. But it's just I getting wrecked
1: just looked at this for exactly the same reason as you're about to
0: describe. GPT has just wrecked their business because yeah. And you can just go to GPT and be like, here's my math problem. Explain to me how this is done. And it quite literally will explain and walk you through word problems. It's fantastic for that. So here's the debate on this, because
1: depending on your, I don't know, ideological bent, maybe uh, you may Mm -hmm. feel differently. Uh, In other words, this is actually, it's like the family, it's the family guy routine, the positive and the negative, right? Which one do you see? Um, Do you see the positive of someone being able to get the answer they need in a much more frictionless and probably cost effective way? Or do you see the loss of jobs and the loss of a business? And do you, you know, because both of them are true. And what's the net benefit? You know, do do we uh, mourn the loss of cars or um, horses and carriages as a transportation source because the car was invented? Um, You know, I don't know. I mean, we, but every single time something like this happens, that's going to be the debate. And that's, I think, unfortunately, or whatever, is the story of technology in in all of its forms. There's, it's, it's not just a benefit, you know, but do the benefits outweigh the negatives?
0: You know, I see both sides of it because I, like, I feel that AI and where we are headed is only consolidating more power within the few select companies who have the capacity to build up models and do everything. One of the negatives. Yep. Right. And that is a very scary thought that Microsoft has just probably found its next continuance for the next 50 years. Well, maybe 50 years, but like its next thing that's going to keep it alive for the next 15, 20 years.
1: And it's also found the way it's going to be a freaking dick for the next whatever number of years. Because I have spent the past, I don't know, 10 years arguing to anyone, because you you, you read you meet this resistance out in the world. I'll never use that because it's Microsoft. You know what's the problem with Microsoft? I don't like what they did in the nineties. It's like, guys, jeez, like, get over it. Like it's a different company now, but is it? Yeah, I was you know, I was about uh, to say uh,
0: uh, the past twelve months makes me yeah. feel like.
1: Hmm. Well, I mean, in the sense that can't, do people really change, or are they always the same little dark individual that they really are? Yeah. Or you know, can companies change? I don't know. I mean, I I don't know literally, but. Um, we have the news this week that Microsoft is going to force people who use uh, Outlook, but I don't yeah, know if they I mean the new it. Outlook or every Outlook, I don't know, and, and Teams to, when people click on links, web links, it's going to open an edge no matter which browser you chose. And it's like, I, didn't we fight this battle? You know? And we're, we're, look, they did it in Windows 11. They're going to do it in these applications. I mean, when does it end? The answer is probably never. This is another slippery slope example. But More problematically, this is Microsoft behaving in the same, I don't know, protecting a monopoly thing, even even though, you know, we can argue monopoly, whatever, but protecting or trying to uh, advance a a platform through
0: bundling or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Well, it's I think just, they also look at it, too, from they say, where is the regulatory, you know, the governmental pressure coming from? It's coming for app stores. It's coming for privacy. Apparently, it's coming for cloud gaming, potentially. You know where right. it's not coming for anymore, Paul Threat from Microsoft? Browsers. Yeah. So why not get stupidly aggressive while Google's back on its heels trying to figure out AI and start snipping away more of their Chrome market share? Yeah.
1: Two things. Uh, to, yeah, you're right. And then I just two thoughts come to mind. I think I voiced one of these yesterday, but I might voice both of them sometimes. Week I don't know. Um, Edge does have a, an incredibly minority market share for one thing, and uh, the one you know, I wrote a story earlier this week. You know, ex- trying to explain how Safari and Edge both ba- ba- both have the same usage share. Safari can only be in, this is on the desktop mm-hmm. can only be installed on computers that are Macs. That it's it's one fourth or one eighth or one tenth or whatever of the business, and they still have the same usage share. So that's interesting. Uh, both of those guys are doing what they can to leverage their you know platforms, whatever. But the other one is just about, I don't know, intent and behavior and ethics whatever. And it's just, if you can't trust someone when no one is looking, then you can't trust that person. Right. Right. In other words, if if they talk big about privacy and how much they care about everything, but when our backs are turned, they're stealing money from our pocket or, you know, whatever the analogy is, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Those people, those people are not trustworthy, and that's true of companies too, right? And We have to make our decisions individually about which products and services and companies we back, et cetera. But this kind of behavior chips away at trust and I, I think is a huge ethical failure on Microsoft's part. Um, and it's bad business. It's just bad business. if you want if you don't want to take ethics out of it, it's bad business. This is not good for Microsoft. It's not Mm -hmm. good for Microsoft's customers. It's not good for Microsoft shareholders. It's stupid. It's just bad.
0: We'll see. We'll see. There's a lot going on. They also announced that they're updating the recommendation setting, recommendation content in the Start menu, because whatever. And they're putting. I think you can now get websites. Will eventually start showing up in there. So. I just, you're already doing this, but
1: I'll just add to your marketing materials for Stardock that another item on the bullet list is yet another <laughs> thing we'll never do in Start 11. Yeah. You know, I mean, that list is so long, no one's going to read it all now. So who cares? But it's, uh, that's another example of this terrible behavior. Um, and I, I don't know. There's There's levels of things that you can do that's terrible as a company. And there's levels of things you can do to kind of obviate that, right? So if you say Microsoft as a company has to do something like this for some reason, okay, whatever. A, let me turn it off. That's the first level. And the second one is respect my setting and keep doing that thing. Don't keep asking me. And don't, when I go to a different computer, just redo the thing you were doing before. Um, These are not technologically challenging problems but they choose not to do them. And yet another example of them just being terrible. And it's just, I keep coming back to it and it's getting frustrating. And I, I'm not quite at the level of like 1999, Paul, where I was like, break this company up and scatter its remains to the winds was literally my opinion of this company, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it is becoming a big problem. And it's a slap in the face because we thought they were better than this.
0: Yeah. Or with that was behind us. Or behind them. Yes, but... that's right.
1: It would be, you know, I I always use this horrible example. It's like, um, it's like saying I'm never going to go to Germany because you know World War II, and it's like, guys, that was like 75 years ago. You got to get over this. But I, I'm, I'm, I could be wrong. I, I, it's like riding a bike. I don't know. I, what is it? I don't know. What yep. goes around comes around. I, it's back in fashion. I, what are we talking about? I don't know. I'm struggling with this, Brad.
0: Well, you got the weekend to think it over. Yes, thank
1: I'll obsess.